You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to jump right into our show and start with our grateful moment. Keish, what are you grateful for today? Yes, darling. Okay, so I'm grateful... Let's see. I'm almost through this dissertation process and I was about to get upset with my committee person because she kept rejecting me, but I'm grateful that I'm almost real close to being Dr. Akeisha Harris so that I can, you know, increase my prices and all of that stuff and floss on everybody. So that's what I'm grateful for. (laughs) Come through, Doc. I can't wait for it to be finalized so I I can act a fool on the show. Let's turn up. (laughs) Phil, yes. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful for the team. We're about to have two doctors on the show. So I'm happy for that. I'm also happy for my daughter who graduated. And um, they're doing a church graduation this evening, so which is cool. Um, and that my daughter didn't have to sacrifice her belief to get a graduation from her school. It was the first time, I think, in 25 years she had a graduation other than on a Saturday. So I'm so happy that she had that experience and that's done. And now it's on to college. So I'm excited for her and my wife going back to school. So it's like a lot of things are going on and I'm happy that everyone had a good, you know, doing what they need to do. All right. Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? What's going on, everyone, everybody, all our fans, listeners. I am grateful. I am so grateful that I didn't bowl a 53 ever in my life like Phil did this weekend. I'm so <laughs> grateful. Phil bowls like he picks his teams. So uh, you don't know that's terrible. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just grateful for <laughs> <You're the laughs> this <worst>. episode. <laughs> hey, let me get my time, brother. <laughs> I'm just thank- thankful that we, uh, I think we come up on 100 episodes or something like that. So we've been doing big things at, at a lady and some dudes. And thankful for the listeners too. So I'm just thankful all around. That's right. Um, Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful that the school year is over for me and the kids. Uh, grateful that uh, just getting a chance to get a break, about to go on vacation. I'm going to Cali um, and then be in Vegas for a little bit. But don't worry, I won't be doing too much sinning in Sin City. I hear that. Cali to Vegas, you living your best life, it sounds like. And I am grateful for kind of to echo the sentiments of Kelvin that we are at episode 100. This is, that is an amazing accomplishment. Uh, We've been going for a little over a year now. So to hit 100 already is a blessing. I love these guys. I love my lady Quiche and I'm just excited to move on to 200 and 300 and so forth. So that is what I'm grateful for this week. Let us jump right into our show. We are going to talk about um, the playoffs. And so the East and the West, the teams are pretty much wrapped up at this point with the exception of one series. So this episode, we're going to focus on the East. Um, so we're going to jump right in. The Bucks and the Heat, we spoke about them last week. They wrapped their series up early, so we're going to bypass them for the moment. But we're going to jump right into Philly and Washington. Um, 
how do you guys feel about Philly um, moving on? Um, any adjustments they have to make? How do you think they match up against their new opponent, um, et cetera? So let me just speak, because I'm a Philly fan. And I got bias. Y'all already know that. But I'm trying to be objective on this one, right? So I am nervous uh, for the simple fact that Embiid is hurt, as we all know, because we all followed MVP, MVP. Um, he's hurt. And this is a bad look for the Sixers. Now, adjustments-wise, what would I do to combat um, Embiid being injured? I would place Ben Simmons at the center position um, and allow uh, and probably insert Matisse Thybul in the starting lineup. And this is just because what Atlanta likes to do, they like to run a lot of high pick and rolls at the top. Um, I would feel comfortable with uh, Ben Simmons being at the pick and roll because he can switch off of anybody. Um, and I wouldn't worry about anybody else switching. So that's my worry, and these are my adjustments. And I hope that uh, Doc Rivers will do that, but he probably won't because he probably won't listen to me or the show yet. So we'll see. I'm disappointed in Kelvin. Game five, that's exactly what Doc Rivers did. So I think, I think, I think Kelvin and, and Doc are on the same page on this one. So why are you I'm, disappointed then? I'm disappointed you, you, didn't, you didn't watch game five. You didn't watch – <laughs> Does that yeah, you put, I mean, put in all you fairness, it was pastor? boring. It was boring. <laughs> hey, um, Pastor, don't put me out there like that. that. Right. Oh, man. Um, so, I think a couple things. So, <clears throat> I, I do think, you know, if is if not playing, I, I don't want to say Mike Scott on the court. So, uh, Doc, please do at all costs avoid putting Mike Scott uh the three regional manager in the game because he, he hasn't been doing anything. Um, but uh, I do like um, Ben at, at the center position. I would love to see him stalking Trey Young because I know he could shut him down. Um, but I think Thibault is going to give, give uh, Trey Young some problems. Uh, I, I d- I'm not concerned about this series. I'm more so concerned about the next series uh, without a healthy Embiid. Uh, I think that the Sixers are going to give um, Atlanta problems uh, defensively. I mean, we're one of the top defensive teams. Um, and we have a, a smothering defense that's going to make it hard for Trey Young to get all the touchdowns. Now, we, you're not going to shut down Trey Young, but um, I do think the Sixers will win the series in six. Um, I think it's a good matchup for the Sixers, and plus they have home court advantage. Um, they have not lost in Philadelphia in quite a long time, so uh, and they haven't lost in Philadelphia in the playoffs. So I think the advantage goes to Philadelphia, and I'm looking forward to a great series. Um, look for Trey and put on a show, and hopefully I might be able to catch a show in Atlanta. So I am going to say that the Sixers, you don't have to worry. The Knicks, despite they lost, but they showed you the blueprint. The 76ers are a real tough team. So they will, they have Howard knocking people in the privates. They're going to push them around. You don't have to worry. The Sixers will take care of the Hawks. They saw how to actually beat that team and take care of Trey Young. Trey Young is this head of the snake. Longs you, longs as you bump him, grind him, make him work, have him, you know, when you do the switches or off the picks. Somebody set a nice hard pick on him, run that body down. You will be fine. And Ben Simmons will give him the business. Um, your, your guards will give him the business. 
and long as Trey Young is out the game, you're fine. Seth Curry and Tobias, as long as they can shoot their mid-range and their threes, you're fine. That team, that team is not as dangerous as as it look. Um, they were they're able to pass the ball once Trey Young is on the bench. They go down, but they could put buckets in there. But y'all have a good defense. I'm not worried about y'all. Um, I believe y'all gonna give them a gentleman sweep um, because the toughest team they played for them, the Atlanta, was the Knicks, and that wasn't that much of a of of a of a fight for them. They, you know, there was easy skid, so you should be fine. Real quick, can we go back just like a couple ticks? Because um, Phil, I'm gonna need you to use some other action words, okay? You oh yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And you I, said I, I, grind. I, I, you had bump and grind okay. together. We're not gonna do this. This is a family show. So you pause. <laughs> he said he said Ben Simmons gonna be all on his back. I was like, oh, my goodness. What I was like, wait on? a minute. Yeah, put the. <laughs> I mean, long story short, the Sixers are gonna bump, grind, and. <laughs> get their way through it so i'm hyped <laughs> you had me you had me but I, like i like i'm gonna say the sixes have no problem with this all right this is this round <laughs> i mean i i mean look it goes right in line with thrust the process right so <laughs> like it kind of goes with the overall theme of like the Sixers in the playoffs exactly uh, so no worries. Um, and I agree with everyone's sentiments. I, I really don't think Philly's going to have an issue getting past um, the Hawks, uh, even with Embiid out. And Embiid won't be out for the whole series. I, I don't project that he'll be out for the whole series. So, but either way, I still think Philly takes care of them. Um, you know, shut Trey up. I generally do not root for the 76ers, but any team that beats the Knicks, I am rooting against you. So Philly, I need y'all to come out strong today, punch them in their stomach today, set the tone. Um, so we can get this series over with. Um, let's move on. The Knicks and Hawks, they wrapped up the series this week. It really isn't anything to this us um on the next side because i'm still waiting for them to show up but uh yeah so the hawks and philly um they'll be playing in the semis i mean phil do you have any thoughts about that Knicks series like i'm gonna give you that opportunity um I am so, if y'all heard the bonus episode i said and i told everyone that the knicks cannot beat the hawks the hawks are more talented and two we have to don't get upset we exceeded expectation you know we expected that the knicks are gonna get their doctrine and win the championship no they was projected to win 22 games 22 games and they exceeded they won the fourth seed yes they didn't have that much COVID situation which didn't disrupt them in the league which they took advantage of they were a fourth seed it was a successful season um Yet Julius didn't show up. This is their first playoff. It's fine. No one expected us to really make a deep run in playoff. Would I love them to make the second round? Yes, that would have been our championship. Would have been happy. Would have been great. We, we would have been. We didn't have to thrust no process. It would have been for you for it. But the reality is that the Knicks defense, Thibodeau, have them in a way that you know they play hard every game. Teams take off. They look better than they were. And when they count the most, the playoff, players didn't show up. But what pissed me off the most was that 
the Knicks didn't play soft. They, the Knicks played soft. They should have. They, they didn't. They, they decided that game five to be tough on Trey. It's a wrap, man. Come on, man. You should be off the picks. You should have gave that dude a hard pick. But you do this as game five. It's too late. So I'm good. You know, I'm happy that they made the second round. I still have my nets. <laughs> so, you know, I love you, Knicks. I will always love you. I took you back. And I'm going to take this journey with you once more. But don't be disappointing me like that again. Congratulations on making a successful successful season. I'm good. Well, Phil, I, know, I, like, I like to chime in also. Go ahead. I was going to yeah. say, what do you expect the Knicks to do this offseason? Because, you know, most times when you're having your team get knocked out in the first round, it's like, well, we're a building team. But for a lot of what the Knicks have, you know, you have a lot of older players, a lot of players who are established. So what do you think the Knicks need to do to take the next step? So Dion and I could, Dion, you could jump in and chime in on this. So I know one thing, and Dion may disagree with me. Keep Kevin Knox, right? I say you keep him because he's still young. And we can't look at an anomaly that every 22 or 21 year is great. Yes, that's all, but he, I think he needs extra development. And, and, and so keep him. Frank, you could get rid of Frank. You keep either, I like, um, I don't like Al Burke. He's sometimes Reggie. We need a point guard, right? We got this guy overseas. We'll see how he does during the um, preseason, regular season. But we need a superstar. If we get a superstar and a shooter, that will help us out. In reality, Randall is not a number one. He's a quarter of a number two. He's really a three. So, you know, Thibodeau put him in a great position, use his strengths, and he has to go right. He's so, so predictable. So those are some of the things I think Knicks, Knicks need a shooter. And yes, we're all praying for Damian Lillard to come to New York, but in reality, I don't think Dame that's going to happen. coming, baby. And if he comes, <laughs> and, and you know, if you even get a Duncan Robinson, a, a nice shooter, he's going to want that penny. Keep Derek Rose. Um, Taj, I'll, I'll keep Taj as a, a, venter, a you know, veteran um, presence there. So that's some of the things I see. So, but in, 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 in overall, we draft well. More minutes were quickly. We've done very well. So I'm, I'm not shaking. I think next year we'll get better. And we'll see what we pick up during this um, offseason. I think I agree with Phil, which is, like, crazy. Except Kevin Knox. Like, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Like, I'm done with him. I would keep Alec Burks. So like, I think – I mean, I think he has potential to be good like he he's he don't have superstar potential right but he has right. potential to be um a good player on the team and to system um we need a star like you said we need a certified superstar and i hope that superstar his name is dane um i'm gonna pray and the thing about it is new york always had the reputation for big names not wanting to come like mm -hmm. hence our great disappointment with kd and kyrie um and other players but i think with all the fanfare that was created this season as phil said we exceeded expectations um but i'm not gonna give the knicks the same pass that phil is gonna give but i'll get back to that um i think with all the hype surrounding you know playoffs and msg someone may be looking at the knicks like oh they're not as terrible as you know we thought it was or maybe playing in new york is a good look so 
we'll see what this transpires to. Um, I do agree with Phil. We were expected to win 22. We won 41, basically doubled that. But um, I'm not going to give the Knicks no pass based on that poor, piss poor performance in round one. It was disgusting, right? Randall, who was like our superstar. And look, I'll go on record. I remember I was on the Randall train. I was like, man, he's playing out of his mind. Should he be in the MVP conversation? At this point, I want to take away that most improved player award from him. Like, he better not get that money in the offseason. He is just not it. He is not it. Um, I was disgusted. I don't know what the Knicks were doing on defense this series. Mind you, they were one of the top-rated um, defenses in the league. And I don't know what they did. They had nothing. Y'all let Trey Young who's probably my height, come in and talk trash to, well, how tall is Trey Young? Like 5'9"? 5'11". Five, 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 oh, okay. So he's probably 5'9 in real life. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because guys are always taller, like, when you're, they're not in person. And they just improve, they just add inches in the books. <laughs> they do, for real. <laughs> so we come in, we be let Trey talk his talk. We had a couple Capella out there making statements, which is like, Capella, dude, you're not even, just sit down. Um, but everybody's talking trash, and we just could not perform. And I'm not going to give out passes for poor performances. Shout out to D. Rose, though. Um, you know, he, he came out, he played with heart, he gave us big buckets when we needed it. Like, I have nothing negative to say about him, but we need some serious work and I'm not going to be out here. I don't give people passes in the playoffs and I love the Knicks, but they're not going to get a pass from me either. So that's pretty much how I feel about them. Uh, anything else on the Knicks? I know Kelvin probably got some smart stuff to say. Actually, 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 I don't this time. Okay. I actually just, <laughs> New York actually made this fun this year. Um, they did exceed expectations, even though I've been, I've been dogging them all year. Um, they made the NBA a little bit more lively because it is a truth when New York teams are relevant, um, more the NBA talks about it. It's better for the market overall. So just shout out to New York. You know what I mean? You guys, as much as I dog y'all guys on the show, you did, you did exceed expectations and, um, and um, looking for like this this group to come up and step up next year even more. So, you know, all nice things, y'all. All right, cool. Cool, shoot, we need to keep this recording forever because we ain't ever going to hear this from Kelvin again. Um, let's move on to Boston and the Nets. Now, there isn't really much to talk about the end of the Boston Nets series. Uh, when we spoke about them, Brooklyn was up 2-1. The series ended two games later. Um, so I don't know if the team has any thoughts about the conclusion of that series, um, but we want to talk about the Bucks versus Nets um, in the semis. They had game one yesterday. So from the team, um, I want to know what you saw last night. I feel like some people on the team didn't think that the Nets would win this initial game against the Bucks. So I'm not sure. 
Um, I know the analysts, no analyst picked the Nets to win last night, and it pissed me off. But um, so let's talk about that. The conclusion of the last series, what do you expect to see from this series? And um, who do you guys think would win? I am, um, I think this is going to be a good series, number one. I do think, uh, I do I do like the fact when I was seeing uh, Giannis guard, try to take that initiative and guard Durant, I, I really respect that. I like that. Can he do it? Heck no. Um, Durant is a unicorn. If the Nets play at the highest level they can play, they win the series. If both, let me say this, if both teams play at their highest level, the Nets win. Um, it it might come down to coaching for me. Um, if they can find a way to slow up that offense a little bit, being the Bucks, <clears throat> they might find a way to drag this out to seven. But uh, like I said, I I, I truly feel that uh, Nets are hands down the better team. Um, the only thing that uh, the Bucks have is defense and maybe chemistry on their side. Man, this is a wrap. Stop the nonsense. You see fear in their face. The Bucks are scared. The Bucks are scared. I watched that game, and I'm not going to lie. I wasn't excited watching the game. You know, I was looking at it. I was like, eh, we know what's going to happen. The Nets could have been down by 30. I still would believe the Nets going to come back. You cannot stop that offensive power. So what, Giannis got uh, Durant, and Durant scored, what, 29, 20-something? 20 yeah, that, I think he did the best job in the NBA. He kept him under 40. So what, and what, what are we going to do? Kyrie, at any time, this team's going to explode. Um, it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to give him a gentleman sweep, sweep, right? The only reason, because if Harden doesn't come back and those injuries is could lag until like a next round, they are going to get, I mean, they, they, it's not exciting. We know the outcome. You know, it's like reading the Bible and you go to the end of Revelation. You know that Jesus come and then and, and we all say we're going to turn. It's a wrap. The Bucks can't do nothing. The Bucks are scared. They can't do anything. So Giannis going to regret signing that uh, max contract. He went someplace else. This series is a wrap. So um, as for the, um, we, we did talk about Boston, right? Who was, I can't remember Nets previous. Yeah, Boston. Yeah, previous. Yeah, I, I forgot that series because. It was like, what, what do you expect? It's, I think everybody's just waiting for the Nets for the conference final and the, and the NBA finals. So anything along their way, that yellow brick road, it's, it's just going to bring them right to the end. It's nothing exciting. Only thing I have to say is that Boston did a great job of getting rid of their coach, right? Which the coach happened to become the GM. I've never seen something like that. Never in my life. But And now they're looking for a new coach. So We'll see what happened in this series. Um, Boston, congratulations, Danny Ains. Uh, you should have never left. I think you did a good job. Your coaching was actually the, the issue. But now everybody in the NBA has a chance to actually win a, a, a trade against the Boston Celtics now. Danny Ains ain't going to take all your draft picks. So victory for the NBA. Um, and, and I want us to kind of talk about, too, because um, Harden is, well, he was out yesterday. I think he re-injured his hamstring. He was out within like 45 seconds of the game. So, um, you know, if anybody want to kind of expound on that and what impact that may have on the series overall. So uh, 
let, let me put my two cents in. I, I was muting my children as, as we were talking, uh, as everyone was talking. But um, I would say that one, um, you don't want to overreact to game one. Yes, Brooklyn came out and punched um, um, Milwaukee in the mouth. But I, I don't think this series is gentleman sweep. I think this series goes six or seven games. Um, and I think the heart injury is, is, is serious because it is a re-aggravation of an injury that kept him out for some time. And so we have to, we have to speculate and wonder how long uh, is this, you know, what is the severity of this injury? If Harden is out for the series, then that's are in trouble. Uh, but if he's back, I think, you know, if he's back at at least 90%, 80%, um, you, you're going to give uh, Milwaukee problems. But let's not believe that the, the Nets all of a sudden turn to a defensive juggernaut. The reality is um, they will play better. I don't think we accounted for, I mean, I know I didn't, because when you look at Brooklyn, you think of the big three, everybody's been talking about, you know, Kyrie and um, Durant and Harden, but then my man from a long time ago, the dude who like jumped over the Kia, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, there's Blake Griffin. So I think he showed us like a shadow, like, oh yeah, he's still around, but I don't know if we can yeah, he's a vet. Okay. He put up some numbers. He played great defense. That's awesome. But again, I think the Bucks are good at adjusting. So I don't know how much steam they're going to have, you know, with the Nets playing the way that they are. They're a good team, but I don't know. I think the, the Bucks might be able to beat them. Ha ha Phil. Ha ha Phil. <laughs> ha ha Phil. And if they don't, I'm going to do just like you. You know what? I knew the Nets were going to win. I knew it, y'all. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull a Phil. <laughs> so I'll say this. I, obviously, we want Harden on, on the floor. Like, there's no person who watches basketball is going to be like, oh, it's okay. Harden is out. I still think we beat them without Harden. Um, you know, we got – we. I think he's just right. We kind of focus on the big three, which they deserve their attention, but our role players, like if, if Harris is, is killing from behind three, which in most games he does, you know, we got the scrappy players like Claxton. Blake last night was scrappy, getting on the floor, fighting for rebounds. Like he brought an element to the game last night that I have not seen from Brooklyn this season. And Katie was still struggling. He scored 29 on 48% shooting. So Katie don't really have his shooting rhythm yet. He will. Um, I do think that the Bucks definitely make adjustments. Um, I think this series goes to six games, right? Like I'm not, you know, the Bucks is a legitimate team. I think it goes to six games. Um, but I think the Nets come out on top unless there's some kind of crazy collapse right um where Kyrie just don't show up you know like it has to take some big event um for it not to happen I do know no one else from the big three can go down because then we're not even having this conversation like this will be the buck series I just feel a way that all these analysts thought the Nets were going to 
lose this initial game. Like I really felt a way about that. I'm like, so do you think Brooklyn don't match up with the Bucks? Like Brooklyn matches up with any and everybody. As a matter of fact, I don't think there's a team in the West right now that can beat the Nets. So I guess the Bucks is the only barrier potentially of them not making it all the way. So that's kind of where I am. I need Katie to improve. I don't like those numbers, um, but we'll see. 41%. Go ahead, Phil. No, I'm just laughing because, like I said, Giannis did a great job to keep KD only under 40 uh, at 41%. Well, 48%. I'm sorry, 48%. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, Uh, I'm sorry. I just want to say this. I don't know what you be talking about, Bill. It's It's the fact that he's stepping up to do it, Bill. Congratulations. That's the important part. You're missing the important part of it. Participation trophy. I'm I'm going to put my I will put about two cents. Here's the thing. If Kyrie, what made Harden so dangerous is that he could distribute the ball, right, and score, right? He's a dual threat. If Kyrie, and I'm not saying we don't need Harden, just if he could get as much rest as needed and get ready for, you know, wherever he could come in around. If they continue to allow them to, you know, distribute the ball, Kyrie and KD have to help the other players. Those two automatically make everybody better around them. For the simple fact that the attention, you would not, you cannot double team anybody on the Nets. If so, you're gonna leave. Who are you gonna leave? You don't want to leave Kyrie open. You don't want to leave KD open. So that means everybody has the opportunity to beat the man off the ball or move out the ball and set up. So that's why I like them. So what what the Milwaukee gonna do? Milwaukee best defender is Drew. What, who's Drew gonna defend? Drew well, Giannis. The best defender is Drew Holiday. See, that's why you got to yeah, stop talking, it's yo. Yeah, please. Yeah, the defensive player of the year, dude. You're going to say the best defender is Drew Holiday. It Drew like, Holiday. And plus, it's only game one, dude. Like, I don't right. understand how people don't understand that game one is only a game for adjustment purposes. That's it. After they adjust, then you should make your uh, your analytics and your picks and all that stuff. But you I've can't make the picks right off the bat. I've seen more it's, enough. It's just game, game one, man. you the same one that said the Jazz was... You're the same one that said, now, now this is where you this is where we come, come at you. You're the same one that said the Grizzlies gonna beat the uh the Jazz because yeah. of game can, one. Can, can we leave that conversation for the West show, please? Oh, yes, oh, thank I'm you. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thank sorry. you. I don't <laughs> want to talk about that. This is put on. But yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think game two, for me, I always say this in the series, game two is super pivotal for me. Some people say game three. But I want to see what teams do to counteract game one. And so I think it's the same for um, this series. Like I said, they just better hope KD don't turn into like finals KD because it's a wrap. I'm sorry. I don't I don't care. Giannis, Drew Holiday, they're going to be going on holiday if they don't pull it together. <laughs> Well, I, I agree. I think that for the record, I think the Nets gonna win too. But I just said, let's stop making these crazy gentlemen sweet comments right now. <laughs> but it's yeah. better, so you gotta let give him space. Right. <laughs> I don't think I heard a series where Phil didn't say gentlemen sweet yet. <laughs> I was no, right. I know. I feel I like right. I feel like every series is gonna be a gentleman sweet. Every single one. Every, but I got that right. So I got the last three right. 
Only one I was wrong was against the West show. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. oh, what, what I would say, I think the reason analysts are, are down on the Nets is because Milwaukee, I think people sometimes overassess what happens in, in, in a given series. They feel like Milwaukee has awoken. Like they came and they just slapped the heat Miami silly. And so they expect them to come to the series just on a on on a high and steam roll. Um, and analysts, here's the thing about analysts: analysts know about as much as we do. Sometimes they just say stuff based upon the moment. I mean, they say, I mean, they be saying stuff. Year three, LeBron James might be better than Michael Jordan. They just say, you know, they just say stuff. So you gotta, you know, take what analysts say with a grain of salt. Um, I think that um, it's going to be a I think it's going to be a tough series. Um, and I, I really can't call it yet. I mean, I, I, I think the major hinge point to this whole conversation is if Harden is healthy. If Harden is healthy, you can't double. If Harden is not healthy, you can double. Because, and, and then two, Drew, because there's, there's, only, there's only two stars. So you, you can double when, when well, you have two stars as well, opposed Evan. to three superstars. And in the game last night, that was the issue they were having. As soon as KD got the ball, they doubled KD, and that opened up those perimeter shots that dropped. So it's like, can you really double? I mean, they were still doubling him, but. And, and, and what I would say is Milwaukee will adjust. I, I think you, you, you can't double, but let's be honest. When someone goes down mid-game, you, you don't really have time to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So Milwaukee's going to go back and look at the tape. I mean – and I think it's going to be a really good series. I mean, I think they will continue to double. Mm -hmm. But when you double, you got to be able to recover or you have to ha be able to shift the defense. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I would still think doubling is is possible with that series. Plus, Drew Holiday, you know, to, to Phil's point, is a really good defender. Um, and so you're not, you're not going to stop KD, right? You have to accept you're not going to stop KD. You just want to slow him down. So... You have to in this series, if you're the Bucks, look to slow them down. And you need Drew Holiday offensively to step up. Yeah. You need uh Middleton to step up because it can't be the Yana show, because the Yana show is an easy thing to stop. It's 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 like the Ben Simmons show. Yeah. Except for he's more aggressive on offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with that, and I agree with you, like I I don't pay attention to like what Shaq says. Charles Barkley or whatever but I was like are y'all really liking in the heat to the Nets I don't care what the Bucks did to the heat how dare you right <laughs> they are not the same team they're not the same caliber like it's not even close like at least put some respect on their name but um people have after the game people had the Bucks winning in five so we'll see those people are need to lose their job that's crazy yeah. Yep. All right. Well, until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.